You're listening to the Market Expert Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 1057. We're here to talk about the residuals of the Ironman Triathlon here in Tulsa, what it's done to Tulsa, and how it's maybe changing the way we um, see activities around the city. Jessica Jones, lastly, a former professional triathlete and now a can I call you a professional commentator I mean that's what you're doing for the Ironman well I, I'm a commentator but I would say that probably more my my role would be I, I am a, a coach I have a, a fairly large coaching business that's kind of boomed recently and uh, that's really where my passion is but I'll, I'll Van- come commentate on occasion <laughs> vantage point coaching by the way What's your website? I would just want to get that out of the way because I know every, everybody's going to ask. Uh, so it's vantagepointendurance.com. I make myself pretty available on social media as well. My Instagram handle is Jess Jones Try, and that's T-R-I. So, yeah, you can find me there. So you say your business is booming, and this really gets to the heart of what I wanted to talk about. This is not the nicest way to put it, but it's been printed in so many different articles and so many different lists. We have been for years on the fattest cities list. It's just what we've been. And I've been a fitness center owner for uh, at least 15 years. I don't own those anymore. But I saw a transformation happen in my members that was just, it was a life-changing process where they started to feel good about themselves. They started to, to like who they saw in the mirror. And I don't know if it's just me, but I guess it's not because I'm hearing your t- you talk about your business really booming. I think Tulsa has really turned the corner and sees activity and our trails and cycling and all of the great things that we have to do outdoors. I think our culture here is changing. What do you have to say about that? I would definitely agree with that, Daryl. You know, we have a great infrastructure to begin with. And I actually moved here from Colorado Springs. I was an athlete at the Olympic Training Center. And when I first found out I was going to be moving to Tulsa, Oklahoma, I wasn't real thrilled about it. In my mind, I was moving to the middle of nowhere with um, tumbleweeds and a, a city that would not support endurance sports. And, and since I moved here in 2007, I've just been incredibly pleased with the growth and, like I said, the infrastructure that supports cycling, running, and swimming. And I think that we are a very unusual and a very unique city here. And I guess the debate is, are we the South or the Midwest? Yeah, but in those true. areas. So you, you say Colorado, and that's where we have typically always heard of being outdoors and things that have not historically been Tulsa, Oklahoma. And yet I'm having a lot of uh, people come back from Colorado and say that, that we're a city that they love to be outdoors in or at and love the exercise that's available, our, our trails. Can you speak to that from an outsider's perspective? Because I've been here for 40 years. Absolutely. Um, you know, with the river trails, you're in a situation that, especially for families, you can go out for a family bike ride without the risk of vehicles and, you know, the dangers involved with going out and riding on a road. So also Tulsa is unique in the cycling sense that in triathlons, that we have a lot of juniors that are up and coming because they've had the ability to learn and grow as cyclists in in a situation where parents felt more comfortable. You know, one thing I also like about Tulsa is because I am going, I can't do all my training out, you know, on the river trails, um, but I can go out 
into the roads and traffic is pretty minimal here. And on top of it, I can go from my doorstep and go out and do a 20, 50, 100, 150 mile route and, and not feel scared about it or super intimidated by, by vehicles. And I've lived a lot of other places where that's just simply not the case. That's great to hear. And I think it's important for us to keep that perspective. Cycling is a sport that, at least in my world, has brought my family together. I can take my, my family on my kids. Uh, we, we have our own little Peloton that we, we ride, and they draft behind me. It's, it's been a great training exercise, brings us together. And we can do 30 miles on a Sunday with a nice double-shot coffee stop in between and only have to cross or be on a, on a road for a very short portion of that. I'd say maybe a quarter to half, half a mile. And even, even then, we have bike lanes. So what that's done for us as a family, I'm very grateful to Tulsa for that, for taking a lead as a city to say, we're going to make bike paths. We're going to work between counties to create a trail system where you can go for miles and miles and not have to be on the road. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And and for our family, it's very much the same. You know, we're that weird family that for holidays will go on a family bike ride or, you know, like you said, go for a coffee ride. And I think, too, success begets success. And also, you know, as cycling becomes bigger, it brings awareness to other people who might not cycle. So we're unusual in that if you're not cycling, that there are enough events and participation in Ironman, Tulsa Tough, these other big sporting events that it brings awareness to non-cyclists to be on the lookout for cyclists, particularly in high traffic cycling areas. Can you give a perspective for non-cyclists of what they could or should know about the cyclists they're seeing? Well, I think that, you know, you're always going to have impatient drivers wherever you go in the country. So one thing that passing cyclists should be aware of is that you forget that you're going probably at a rate of speed that's much higher than them when you're passing. So giving them plenty of room, you know, those people are someone's mother or father or son or daughter or sister, brother, friend. There's got to be a humanizing factor when you pass a cyclist. So give them plenty of room. And if you have to slow down five to 10 seconds to make a safe pass, I think that would be much better than the alternative and living with, you know, the repercussions of possibly really hurting someone or taking their life. Just be aware that you're never going to win on a bike versus a vehicle. Well, and I I think it's also, it, it strikes me as interesting that many drivers who don't cycle don't understand how impractical it is for a cyclist to use a sidewalk. Only in certain circumstances is it really good for an exercising cyclist to go over and use the sidewalk because that's for pedestrians. So I think that's something that we're adapting to as a city. And it's really great to see, see the city grow there with instructional signs. And I think a lot of drivers don't actually know what to do. Also having bike lanes where they can see that this is reserved for cyclists. Great city. We live in a great city. We really do. And I'm glad to have your perspective having lived in Colorado. Jessica Jones Lastly with Vantage Point Coaching, vantagepointendurance.com. And you can also find her online and Facebook. Is that right? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm generally pretty good at answering on there. Well, Jessica, good to talk to you today and uh, keep pushing Tulsa in the right direction. Thank you. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.